thing. So we're standing for the Dollar Tree and basically he's such as this, this thing here. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to connect. Looking forward to find out what's on your radar. Lots of things worth touching on. Hope everyone is doing well. As always, want to make sure I acknowledge all the people checking in right now, as well as all the first-time viewer. I mean, first-time viewers, as well as those that's new to the community. Welcome. And uh, if you're interested, uh, definitely love to give you a quick shout-out. Let me know where you're watching from via the chat. Then when the phone lines open up, I would love to hear from you directly. 313-462-0027. All right. Uh, man, lots of things worth touching on. We'll dive on a little bit. But uh, one thing that caught my attention and uh, one thing I noticed that caught a, leather, caught, a, caught a lot of other people's attention as well, uh, based upon me sharing an article in the uh, Telegram page, it's, you know, a lot of people were uh, checking it out. So I figured I would chime in on it and share my two cents on it because the article, I shared it based upon the headline. But yet when you read through the article and you hear the so-called experts give their two cents on this housing situation, it, it doesn't make any sense. And that's why I figured I would just chime through it and just pull out some things that has completely been turned upside down. And they're trying to make a, um, trying to spend off a good narrative towards the overall picture of the fact that the air happens to be seeping out of the housing bubble. But uh, it's just interesting to see how they're trying to uh, keep everyone calm and collective, but yet, uh, you know, the economic conditions tell other words, but anyway, uh, hope everyone's doing well. Let me check in real quick. We got James checking in with us. We got Bartlett broker checking in. We got Ed, we got mass administrator, Mr. Will Smith checking in. We got Carl also checking in. Uh, it says, what is, uh, what is, what, was it 30% of the housing that was bought by corporations? Carl, that's another key uh, component to this housing fiasco that we're in. But yet with the corporations or the special funds or hedge funds coming into the housing market, that's predicated towards that 2030 agenda uh, set up by the World Economic Forum, saying that you'll own nothing and you'll be happy with it because they're going to basically attempt to make everyone a uh, a renter rather than an actual homeowner for those that uh, would consider themselves to be one. But uh, anyway, so we can dive, dive into that as well. All right, we got Keenan checking in as well. What's up, my friend? Uh, we got Broadway Broker. Okay, a few people. As always, want to make sure everyone stays plugged in. And so I did notice that a couple people are getting notified because I, I do happen to read through the comments. And so, uh, as, as always, I want to encourage you to continue to click the bell notification as well as make sure you guys click the subscribe button so you'll be notified when we go live so that you can stay plugged in. And, of course, it's the People's Talk Show, so uh, there is no talk show unless you have someone to talk to. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys directly. All right. Uh, lots of headlines that caught my attention. Of course, it uh, looks like Twitter happens to belong to uh, Elon Musk and his you know, con you know know his crew, whoever his uh, uh, other financiers might be. But uh, interesting things, of course, Precious metals got slammed a little bit, but once again, it doesn't matter because it's uh, independent of all the chaos going on in the world because it is real money, despite what the fiat price may be. So don't get discouraged. Be of good cheer. Continue to get your weight up. 
All right. Uh, let's keep it going. Enough enough of me rant. Let me get to some headlines, and I'm going to read through one in particular. But, uh, yeah, so I titled this uh, Real Estate Deflate, and it happens to be around the air, seeping out the bubble that's been pumped up since the great, great, great financial crises. And there was an article that caught my attention that was trying to dumb down the idea of there being a housing situation. So I'll go open up here. It says, another housing bubble, question mark. We're skating close to one, says Realtor.com Economist. And so this article is just, I, I couldn't help myself. As I mentioned, for those just jumping in, shared it in the Telegram, and a lot of people uh, found, uh, found it to be interesting as well. So I highlighted a lot of things here. I may spare you guys all that. But literally, moving forward, every single mainstream media news source will tell you one thing, trying to hide up the truth to where it's important for you to filter through the noise and realize that at this moment, to keep calm, to keep everyone not looking here, they rather have you looking over here, they're going to just lie to us directly to our faces. And so it's up to us to filter through the noise and try to come up with things that uh, reflect the real world based upon what we're experiencing in real time. When we go to the stores, whenever we spend these fiat currency notes, that's a true indicator of what the actual price of things are at that current moment in time just because they're literally trying to buy time until something happens that uh, will lead to more chaos that will eventually come. But anyway, I'll thumb through this real quick. So let me let me go here. So I actually want to start it with this one here because this one was even something else. It says, just, just the title alone, housing is no longer a safe bet. All the elements for a crash are here. And so this article here, headlines give more of a true... Uh, uh, <laughs> it gives it more of a true angle as to what's going on here. And just the title alone was worth grabbing. But when you see stories like this, that lets us know that uh, this is something that might be more in line with what reality might be, depending on where you're at. And I think the biggest indicator will be uh, that all financial or I'm sorry, our, all real estate markets uh, throughout this country here will, will not be viewed or treated equally because we have some hot markets, ideally down in Miami or Florida in particular, that's doing quite well. But it's a lot of people coming in with cash and paying an extra premium on top of that to secure that for different reasons or whatever. But also curious to hear what you guys are seeing in your neck of the woods. And like I said several weeks ago, the best indicator is just to look in your local area. And so one leading well, one tool is just type in your area in Zillow. Last year, when the QE was flowing, when the stimulus checks and all that other stuff was at its peak, there was a lot of spots available in your area. But if you look right now as we're speaking, save it until afterwards. But if you go right now, depending on where you're at, a majority of the places you're going to see not much activity as far as houses being listed. And the houses that are listed those are some, you know, probably some some rare, unique type of properties or something like that. But things are definitely slowing down dra dramatically, and that is becoming of concern to a lot of people, even when the mainstream media tries to give us some counter narratives to it. Anyway, so I just want to thumb through this real quick, but uh, I'll save you guys a headache. But uh, some figures that came out that was worth talking about. So it, this one here, it says uh, that's uh, stubbornly the housing market now has a housing economists flirting with a real estate uh, real estate industry's most fear were a bubble. Go down more. 
and they talk about you know the bubble may not be is all that and so they're using metrics from the great financial crisis which is concerning because that right there lets us know that they they meaning the primary mainstream pundits didn't tell us what was coming even though peter shifts and reggie middleton and all those other guys out there telling people that we're you know we're going to have a major housing correction and show enough it happened and then the fed came in we didn't see that coming so these are the same people that are locking step with the fed so that's how you know something is brewing if not already but just i just found this to be comical that's why i thought i would share this just because uh you know it's it's it's, it's funny it says but even if there was a housing bubble the data sphere researchers don't think it would be a 2008 repeat so common sense or Thinking outside the box in an alternative sense will let me know that it's, it will be a lot worse than 2008. It says, for starters, homeowners are in a much better shape now than they were headed into 2008. So, I, I, you know, I'm not even going to comment on that because you all know what we've been talking about. And homeowners are not necessarily in the on the average in better shape. Then it talks about uh, there is no expectation that fallout from a housing correction would be comparable to the 2007-2008 global financial crisis in terms of the magnitude or the macroeconomic gravity. That's a, this is a PhD economist probably giving this information here. Take everything, double it, times 10, and that's what you'll get. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot worse. Among other things, household balance sheets appear in better shape. We are the average household. According to all this, you know, credit cards, usage through the roof, savings through the floor because of the lockdown, forcing people to stay at home, the readjustment of the working force, labor force, rather. Yeah. Household balance sheets are not even that much healthier. And then here to, to here's what shows that this is just the beginning of what is coming. The mortgage payments to income ratio. So this is the great financial crisis. So on average, it was 30, probably 35 or so percent of the mortgage payment monthly in comparison to the actual income being brought in that, that 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 ratio there and so right now according to this source here it's at 31 percent. so it's creeping there but then you factor in the inflation number we have makes real wages negative so ultimately you're losing potential purchasing power while the everyday goods and service you you use are going up in price still so primary conditions for stagflation then it goes on to talk more about uh, what's going on here. So I'll just spare you guys this. But it was a visual aid that I thought was interesting because uh, it says these are the markets where there appear to be, according to the surveys taken, the most overvalued areas of real estate. And of course, Florida's being one and all the red spots and you go from there. But good portion of, of the metropolitan areas in this country here are overvalued. Nothing can continue to go up exponentially when real wages are trending downwards, as well as savings being depleted and credit cards being the primary source for a lot of people. Okay, last thing here. It just talks about, it says, CoreLogic, which is a person who did the group that did that survey there, this little visual aid here, they said now considers 65% of the U.S. regional housing markets to be overvalued. That overvalued label was placed on every metropolitan uh, statistical area in Arizona, Florida, Texas, and Nevada. So those are some primary hubs for retirees as well as, you know, the hedge funds that come in buying cash properties and all that stuff like that. So can it last forever? You know, I would I would say common sense would tell us no. And 
I, I put beneath this video here or even in the title a little bit of a formula that says no QE, no ZERP equals no bubbles. And so what the Fed looking to do, just put a put a, you know, put off a, the ultimate experiment out like out of their out of their hat. It's literally going to cause more economic pain and suffering to the macro, to our to our domestic economy as well as the global economy. So uh yeah, just just more indication of what's going on. And here is just some stats and some facts here that you can't really refute that. You can't. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today that's shopify.com slash system i really refute this because this is the actual numbers but real mortgages rates are negative 3.25 percent real wage growth at negative 2.9 percent year over year while real home price growth at 11.7 year over year so you take all that uh unaffordability for the average or for the for a potential home buyer but like always, most people, when rates go up, they either dial back or they they'll put it off to a future date in anticipation of or in hopes of the of the of the rates coming down, which puts more pressure on housing prices. So can't go up forever forever. But anyway, here's just some visual aids here that's worth looking at. But with this negative real uh, interest rate referring to the current mortgage rate 30 year as well as the uh current so-called rate of inflation which is 8.5 which really 18 percent. so that's how they came up with that negative uh uh 3.25 and then rate wage growth you take the current year over year wage uh, percentage subtract the whole inflation that's fake once again you get these numbers here so earn less cost of living going up more eh, unsustainable keep it moving uh let me see if i got won't be able to show you that one Here's another headline here. I'll zoom in. It says Redfin uh, reports home buyer competition drops for the first time in six months amid surges in mortgage rates, home prices. So people are not out here competing as heavily as they were a year ago. Why? Since January, since the whole Fed coming in, talking about removing everything as far as their accommodative policies, borrowing costs going up, competition going down. Yeah. Not good. And I'll save you guys one more, but let me get this to you here. Mortgage rates rise above 5% for the first time since 2011. Is the seller's market over? We will find out. And then I had another one here that I can't seem to find. Oh, where's it? Nope. Uh, Yeah, here you go. Here's another one here. So if this doesn't seal the deal, I'm not quite sure what it is. Layoffs hit Wells Fargo's home lending unit as the mortgage rates climb and organizations plummet teams across multiple u.s cities may be affected so if that's not proof that some things are happening right now i'm not quite sure what is but layoffs slowing economic growth a lack of economic growth no accommodative support for the system equals loss of jobs lower home prices at some point at the same time the deliberate cutoff of real world food sources meat processors down shipping is a whole is a, is an issue itself 
we're going to have a serious uh, food, if not already, food issue coming up before the end of this year. I actually put out a interesting little blog as well, shining more light on that. But uh, we're going to have the cost of actual day-to-day items such as food, water, and things of the nature going up because of the liberal cutoff, which means they're literally removing it from our uh, from, from, from our ability to act, obtain them, while also the ac- asset bubbles due to the uh, lack of support trending downward. So interesting situation to be in. But anyway, uh, a couple more things here, but I'll separate you guys on that. Let's uh, open the phone lines. Curious to hear what's on your radar. And uh, yeah, let's have at it, man. Curious to see what your thoughts on lots of subjects worth touching on. As also for those that are tuned in, uh, if you'd like to throw out a topic or a uh, question in the chat, I'll try to jump on it and share my two cents on it. Go from there. And also, my sinuses is killing me, so I'm breathing out my mouth and talking at the same time. Whew. Okay, here we go. I see. So X says, "RTD, did you know the food production fires were caused by cyber attacks?" The FBI says. Uh, uh, X, I saw an article referring to that. But once again, uh, when I when I when for me, when I know that governments, all those private entities, i.e. the World Economic Forum and all the government agencies are working together, I would take that statement as like being factual. But what we do see from pictures as well as news stories, we see burning buildings. We see whatever else uh, indicated. I even saw something about a plane crashing into one of the meat processing centers. So I'm not quite sure how. They're pulling this off. But when you have a, uh, a non-coincidental amount of meat processing and food packaging places going belly up, uh, it's definitely done somehow. And I, I would imagine it's, I mean, literally there's opera, there's, there's, I, I don't want to say the three agent, the three letter agencies, they have teams of individuals, in my opinion, going around causing all this chaos and pandemonium deliberately as a part of the greater agenda of making sure they cut off all entry and exit points to real world things that we need. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case, but actually cyber, t- cyber attacks, I, in the format of like, you know, overload a computer network system, causing it to explode and the fires. I mean, that type of uh, possibility, but I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I question everything I hear and read and I try to read through it, really get to the, to, to the nuts and bolts of it. Uh, let me see here. Carl says realtors are cleaning up buyers or sellers uh, market. They make bank. No doubt. Intermediaries between <laughs> buying or selling always end up on the right side of the deal because no matter what they get their cut. <laughs> uh, appreciate the love offer, my friend. Thank you. Uh, and says my house goes up weekly. Hey, that's good, man. You must uh, be in a you be in a, a unique area or a situation where uh, your 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 property is doing quite well. But I would I, I would uh, you know like I mentioned like all regions will not be created or treated equally. So there's some markets that are doing well while others are not. But it's just a matter of on the other side of that. If you're if you were ever to look to get out of it, what type of buyer would be on the other end of that? And between now and then. Depending on how things shake out, air more air might end up seeping out of this overvalued market in general, therefore causing the fiat price of real estate as well as a lot of other things, i.e. the equities markets and everything like that, to start trending downward at some point. So 
who knows? But once again, I, I, as we look through, as we assess this transition, it always boils to me. It always boils down to the core essentials, and that's just you know the Maslow's pyramid of the hierarchy of needs: shelter, food, water, and what else comes after that? I got I'm drawing a blank, but you, you guys get my drift. You know, doing your best to secure a roof over your head, food in your stomach, water to sustain yourself energy to keep all that running and everything after that is a primary mediums that we need and it so happens that at this current moment we're forced to use the federal reserve note as a way of pricing those things but that's all a part of this transition it, it will not be priced in a federal reserve note aka the dollar and the way it is now much longer or by the end of this decade in my opinion anyway keep it going what else is going on out there feel free to chime in on a variety of things yeah, Orange County has median houses prices hit at one million. Yeah, X. So that's another thing. So one million sounds or one million overall is a lot, but at some point, let me. I, there were some other articles I, I wanted to show you guys that pointed to those areas where the housing market has been extremely overvalued, i.e., I. around the coastal regions. And how more houses have been, I uh, can't show that. Uh, yeah, articles I can't show. But how more houses have, they're being relisted at a much cheaper price. So X, that same house you're referring to for a million or on average a million, because of the competition or lack thereof, depending on what exactly area it is, more people now are trending downward to try to give uh, the potential buyer a more favorable uh, uh, a price that makes it easier to buy. So there's been more uh, repricing of housing trending downward in some areas, of course. Everyone is not the same. So, yeah, it's 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 very, very extremely interesting, to say the least. Uh, Ed says, uh, energy is almost impossible. Generators take gas. Wood power will keep you warm if you can, if you get wood right. And that's where wood... Then we also have solar when the sun is out, and then we have wind. So those are all, yeah. So having all that would be the best ideal, but not everybody can do that. So uh, it's just more so what can you do with what you have available, to basically depend upon where you're at. Tony B says, get your vitamin C up. and Yeah, I have, and so... Over the last week or so, having done some traveling, I have not. So, yeah. But it usually starts off as, as, as sinuses. But uh, it's not until I start talking a lot from my mouth that my nose clogs up. So when I'm not talking and if I shut my mouth up, I can breathe out my nose with no problem. But, yeah, I'll be back on it this week. Uh, Colin says, uh, you will own nothing and you will be happy. You will rent everything, <laughs> including your furniture. Nothing will be yours, not even your children. Ah, Sad to say that's that's their perception there they meaning the you know the world economic forum and all their puppeteers above them sadly to say that's their that's their agenda uh video shows booming economy near vegas right so multiple narratives out here take of it what you may but uh, but the, but the, but to me knowing what the federal reserve is doing they're removing or attempting to remove all accommodative policies that have inflated these bubbles at the same time that the average Joe, not you know the majority, the average Joe uh, in the working class, 
might be going through some shifts, especially as the economy slows down. The, the unreliability of employment will definitely pick up. And therefore, the affordability of the housing as far as being able to sustain yourself with your wages or lack thereof. And on top of all the, the costs associated with feeding yourself, providing energy for yourself. So all that right there factored in in the near future will probably have more of a uh, impact on those regions that appear to be booming now. So a lot of those areas that are booming, there might be a lot of people that are in the, uh, the higher echelon of income moving to those areas, sustaining that for now. But yet, once again, I'd imagine based upon everything that we've experienced over the last 12 years since the great financial crisis with basically zero interest rate policy and as they are attempting to move it up on top of the deliberate withdrawal of all the real world resources from us there's going to be a day of reckoning so however it plays out who knows but just it, it's it's in the future and it's a part of what they want they meeting war economic forum and the fact that <laughs> this current biden administration is so concerned with providing aid to ukraine rather than handling our own affairs here is should tell us a lot as well all right keep it moving it says uh i saw someone said booming economy booming in texas too it says booming in, T- in northern texas too but the taxes are going to kill us uh yeah and so booming now but is it sustainable and what what exactly does uh, so how how exactly will we, will we define booming? You know what I'm saying. So I would I would equate booming to jobs not being a problem, an, an area where you know there's people working, therefore the economy's you know there's currency circulating within that economy there, and it's something that is uh what does I say like uh well, I would say well I would say you know. A lot of manufacturing, but that's not more likely the case. But an area where, that, where there's probably a lot of uh, white collar jobs for now. But that's all subject to change, I think. Uh, Dr. Moda says, uh, France, Macron, granny, wife, is a mom, New World Order, stolen elections. Yeah. So, yeah, the France. Uh-huh, yeah. That, I saw that. And the first thing that came to mind was uh, it was very little doubt. Very little doubt in my mind that Macron would not be reelected, given the fact they could not, they meaning the orchestrator of this whole transition, couldn't afford to have Le Pen, who appears to be anti-everything that's uh, deep state, you know, related, getting into office, messing up their plans. So it looks like Biden calls, Macron goes unanswered on the election night. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh uh, first thing that came to my mind is D- Dominion Software. The Dominion Software. I wonder if they have the same thing there or something along those lines. What else is going on here? So what else? So another subject worth talking about is Elon Musk and Twitter. So it looks like as of now, the deal goes through. And how does that play out? I have my thoughts and I'm very skeptical of what all this is, but uh, how Elon Musk won Twitter. $44 billion deal. So I see a lot of people on the Twitter sphere excited talking about uh, free speech, free speech. And Elon Musk is going to, you know, undo all that other stuff and make the uh, software code open source and uh, 
verifiable. So we'll see. But I personally think that uh, Elon Musk is a part of the big boys club and he is doing what he's told to do. And all the the reason he has a lot of those funds is through the government subsidies with all his programs. And so if whoever, you know, the, the, the entities and the governments responsible for helping him accumulate that wealth are also the ones that has positioned him there to be able to help them when they need it. So I think this Elon Musk Twitter situation is a, is a great distraction having people think that there is hope uh, because, you know, we'll see how it plays out, but I'll you know, take it for what it's worth. But yet my next indicator will be, would he allow Donald Trump back onto the platform and, and other people who were kicked off for speaking truth? If more Twitter accounts that were canceled over the last year or two, as this whole fact checking stuff came about, if if all those accounts come back, you know that I'll uh, I'll consider it. But until then, and also do away with the fact checkers. But I don't see him doing that because he's just not going to do it, in my opinion. But I could be wrong. Uh, what else? What we got here? Let's keep it moving. Uh, da, 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 yeah. So feel free to throw some ideas, or thoughts, and suggestions, and we can talk about. It. If not, give me a call. Phone line doesn't appear to be ringing, so. I'll keep ranting as long as I can. Uh, Mexico is safe. I drove no problems. Markets bounce. Money still flows into equities and crypto. Uh, Markets bounce. Money still flows into equities and crypto. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I I imagine there's, as I've talked about before, there's there's lots of of those billionaires' funds sitting on a sideline waiting for a sell-off. And like always, everything appears to be directly correlated with the equities market is particularly the crypto space. So I do foresee some type of correction, especially as the federal reserve continues their efforts to withdraw accommodative policies with these hikes as well as balance sheet reductions, if that ever happens. So I, I do anticipate some type of sell-off and you know, we have a lot of, a lot of mainstream as well as alternative people now talking about a crash. They're using the word crash. So they're expecting some type of uh, rebalancing of all those overpriced and overvalued asset classes. And that, that will be a great time, I think, to take whatever you have on the side to possibly come in. And you, you're going to have a lot of things on a fire sale. So uh, I do see people talking about Bitcoin going to 30000 perhaps. Hell, no, why not take it lower? Because a lot of people, when stuff crashed out of out of sheer panic and need for liquidity, they're going to start selling off lots of things. Therefore, gold and silver will also take a bid as well. But then we know that they've already been disconnected from reality because the price to go get physical in your hand is 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 fifteen dollars to sixteen dollars more for uh, American eagles and, and the gold especially. So yeah, I think exchanges, the crypto exchanges. The primary boys, Coinbase, Kraken, Gemini, like always, whenever there's a massive sell-off, they somehow, some way seem to have an error or their website goes down because they can't afford to lose what they don't have. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 
So uh, the the next correction will be uh, one for the record books, I think. One for the record books. Uh, Tony B says Elon tweeted about uh, Gates being pregnant, but didn't get booted. Uh, yeah, it's hard. Uh, yeah, that's it's hard to boot the person looking to buy the company. <laughs> As well as I, I think Elon Musk might have the largest following on Twitter, and if he was to get booted, just the, the mere news that would cover that would cause such pandemonium. It would draw attention to any tweet he puts out there, and he appears to be one that don't mind speaking off the cuff, or at least it, it seems that way. So, uh, what else we got here? Black God says Flush, food shortage grid out. U.S. government makes high, uh, made hybrids will be introduced as alias sin here to save us. Ah, man, that's 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 far left field right there. That's some real tinfoil hat stuff there. But in this world of everything being turned upside down, uh, nothing's off the nothing's off the table. So that is definitely something that we could experience or see because last year, and I have missed a calls. Forgive me. Let me get one of these calls here. Uh, let's get somebody out here. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? CP. CP. How you doing, my friend? It's a lot of noise in the background, but go ahead. What's on your mind? Can you hear me better now? Yeah, I can. Go ahead. What's on your mind, buddy? Uh, I just wanted to say something about the metals and the pricing. Yeah, go ahead. And, uh, okay. Um, I believe strongly one day that uh, silver and gold will be used as money again. Okay. You know why? Why is that? Well, when Jesus comes back, you think he's going to use the dollar? You think he's going to use cryptos? He's going <laughs> to use real money. He's going to use real money, Mike. Come on. Can you picture uh, Jesus coming back and using uh, uh, the dollar or the euro, this paper fiat money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he'll be using any. I, I don't think he'll be using any any of these options we have now. But uh, definitely not the Federal Reserve note. <laughs> and another thing, Mike. Yeah. Another thing. Money, gold and silver will be money again. But you know what? Mm -hmm. The same people who took gold and silver out of money mm -hmm. will be the same people who put gold and silver back in money. Mm. You think I? I, I Guaranteed. What would make you say that? I'm curious. I, I, Mike. Yeah. Mike, come on. They they're they're waiting for their false messiah to come. Mm -hmm. They're gonna have everything ready. They're not gonna they're not gonna have. Uh, they know they're gonna have gold and silver mm -hmm. as real money for the end of times to come, for the last days, for Jesus <laughs> to come, for the false messiah. They're prepping for it. Yeah, but you know, a, a part of they're that not, false messiah, you know, it, it, the antichrist. During that time yeah. frame, when we get to that actual point, we're going to have a one world currency. And the only way you'll be able to trade it will be through your your biological finger touch, eye scan, forehead or something of that magnitude. And there's nothing physical there but you or us or the individual that will have the, that whatever the medium is, it'll be in their body, i.e. their bloodstream, in, in my opinion. So that's not, that's not gold and silver. Huh? I don't I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I mean I don't I don't I don't really think so. Mm -hmm. I know I know that's been the plan. I know people are talking about it. Yeah. But I really don't see that coming, man. Yeah. I see uh I see a mass awakening where people are gonna be like, you know, gold and silver is real money. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't so. see it going that way with one digital currency. Right. I, well, I'm not. I'm not for it in its entirety. So I hope yeah. people yeah. realize the historical aspects of gold and silver. Hold it as you know, definitely insurance on their fiat holdings. But we're going to head towards the digital. That's just how it is. People people will refuse to give up their cell phones or to not use the internet moving forward. So that means our digital future is baked into the cake. And of course, with that comes computer code. It will be transferable from wallet to wallet. That's already baked into the cake. So it's just, there's no yeah. fighting that man, in my opinion, but. And, and, and if, and if, uh, if, uh, if what people are talking about is true, where there's a world war, I think all that digital currency and all that stuff is just going to fail. People are going to, you know, people are going to go back to, to real money, to real assets, real money. Hey, well, I hope so, man. Yeah. Hey, appreciate your call, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Be good. All right. Bye-bye. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's a little broad pressure. Corpus Christi. Hey, OBP. Doing good, my man. What's your mind? Hey, a little spin off of the last caller. Yeah. Uh, the only way everybody's going to own nothing and be happy is when they take everybody's wealth. They're going to go back to gold and silver because nobody has it, Mike. Only they have it. Yeah, that, that's a possibility as well. <laughs> but I think it goes a lot further than that because they want to remove all your physical property. And that's how we're going to. So, so uh, talking about this, you know, pandemic treaty, I'm not sure a lot of people have chimed in on, on the uh, telegram side, but the pandemic treaty, basically it, it, it goes around our constitution and it puts everything in the world health organization's you know, powers to be able to mandate things when it comes to our health. And as a result of that, if it does go through, to, as a way to enforce that they're going to remove property rights and all types of other rights as well. So that, that plays into how they can get to the point where you'll own nothing because they'll say that by law from the international board of whoever, you don't qualify no more to do this, 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 unless you have that stuff in your body. So yeah, I think we'll have a lot more, a lot worse problems than just uh worry about transacting in paper, Bitcoin, gold, silver. So it's going to be, you know, you know, when you walk outside your house or wherever you live at that moment, how are you treated? How do you interact with people? Can you sustain yourself and all that other stuff? That's, you know, that's, yeah, hopefully hypothetical. Hey, or hopefully I, it never happened. But anyway. We, we talked about Mark of the Beast, one world currency. We have it already. It's the U.S. dollar, Mike. That's how they control everybody. Once that goes away, mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to. Bring something like a CBDC or whatever to replace it. Yeah. All hell's going to break loose, Mike. They're going to lose control. I, ho- I hope so. And uh, time will tell. But in the meantime, from a spiritual essence of things, you know, my standpoint, get get right with the Lord and, and get in good standings and, yeah, everything in between, man. But, hey, appreciate you, man. All right, Mike. Be good, get buddy. good with him and he'll, he'll take care of you. Oh, Don't 100%. Worry about I believe that. Now and in the life to come. Thanks, my man. All right, man. Thanks for taking my call. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Thanks, Mike. It's Joe from PA. Joe from PA. What's going on, man? Give me a quick thought. I just wanted to get your uh, quick thought because I've been hearing this from people who seem somewhat credible, but Mm -hmm. it seems like so far-fetched. So I just want to say the question and let somebody else get on here. But um, people said that, like, Jesus Christ, like, they were saying, like, Jesus Christ is really Satan. How, like, what do you make of that? Uh, 
I, I, well, I, I, I'm the first time I heard that one that way, but uh, I personally, it, it's out, you know, I, 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 I take everything. I listen. I, I, I see if it deserves and, and, and if it checks for me, I'll entertain it. If it doesn't, I dismiss and keep moving. That statement of itself contradicts one another because if Satan was, if Jesus was Satan and Satan was Jesus, then the whole dialogue from the beginning until this point here is like it's not it's non-existent because they literally will be just a i guess a just a, a, a theater show like i mean it doesn't make sense it doesn't help me better understand the good between the difference between good and evil there's a clear distinction between that and i doubt they can be the same person in my opinion but i'll let other people i'm not a biblical scholar but I don't think I fall for that, but on the tailpipe, though. But how did that come about, Yuri? And how'd you hear, who who's who's these these biblical scholars or these you know people of this world or or what talking about that type of stuff? The um, the guy was like a historian, mm -hmm. so and like I said, I don't you know I don't really um you know I like to have all views, mm -hmm. yeah. But um, it, it just stuck with me because it's like like I don't okay. I told my brother something one time. Yeah. I said, I'm a little skeptical on the Bible because I was like, the same companies that publish the Bible, they right. also publish satanic material. Right. So I remember telling my brother, like, sometimes I don't trust the Bible because if the system gave it to you, mm -hmm. then it probably is not good. Right. Like, like, the system constantly does this reverse psychology stuff. Right. So I'm saying to myself, like, you know, maybe not so much now. But you mm -hmm. still see it. But I remember a couple of years ago, like, every hotel you went to had a Bible. And, mm -hmm. and it was just like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, like, I, I just felt like they're setting people up. It, because that's what they do. They set people up. Like, right. that's, what, that's what the government does. Right. So this historian, he was... um. He was just saying some stuff, right. and, and most of this stuff is, is pretty on key. Mm -hmm. And he was just basically saying that, like, it's it's just it's just like that, uh, like a trick. And then yeah. it's just like, you know, they they were talking about the the uh, Tesla logo mm -hmm. being uh, a description of Jesus Christ hanging on the cross, mm -hmm. and like. All right, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 like I said, no. I know that's that's real, uh -huh. and 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 man can do a good job of trying to prove or show that you know God isn't God, and there's all types of things, and that's just the 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 wisdom of man at their best. But yet, once again, my first thing come to my mind is you know just how you how you the tree produces the fruit, and the depending on the type of fruit will determine the, the the creator of that as well as the, the end results of that. And so like another, another little piece of scripture came to mind about a kingdom divided, a kingdom divided against itself, you know, can't stand. And so if Satan is casting out, casting out demonic, uh, casting out demonic forces by himself, then his kingdom comes to an end. You know what I'm saying? So just looking at the, 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 the journey of Christ along with the disciples clearly to me distinguish between good and evil because Christ, the entity was going about raising the dead, healing the sick, giving sight to the blind, while we know that the evil one, the enemy, does the opposite. He's the one that kills, steals, and destroys. 
So to do the same and then counteract it is very confusing. So that's why I think there's there's definitely two different forces at work there. And so, you know, how, how we look at them and whether or not it's all a game or not, I don't know. But and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole just because, you know, I, yeah, just, you know, my spirit doesn't you know align with that type of stuff. But, you know, it's not because it sounds right. like it got you thinking a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And so be careful. And that to me personally, you know, if if you are a believer, that's where you need more discernment and you need, I would encourage you to dive into the word deeper, you know, have the Lord reveal himself to you in a more personal and intimate level. And I believe he'll do that to where he, he'll help shake out some of those questions that you might have possibly. So that's just my approach to it, man. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not really questioning. I just wanted to throw it by your way because yeah. I know, you know, sometimes you do the prayers on your show. Oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate and that, man. It just, it just was a little weird when I heard the guy say that because he was talking about all this other stuff and he seems pretty on point. Mm-hmm. He seems credible. And then he said, and then he said that stuff. So I was just like, like I said, I didn't, you know, you're going to hear all types of stuff right. in your life, right? So right. I didn't take it as anything, but it was just, um, you know, it was just these situations where people were like, if God lives in a higher dimension, mm-hmm. And then these uh, these angels that try to turn on God mm-hmm. got sent down yeah. to earth. So some people were speculating, are we humans, the fallen angels? Mm. Because we are the ones that we are the ones that got sent down here, which we know is a flawed dimension. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically we so basically we humans got cast out. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're the ones they're talking mm-hmm. about. Us humans are the ones they're talking about as being these fallen angels. Yeah, because Ugh. we're the ones that got cast. We're the ones that got cast out. So, but see, and I'm just saying, like, I'm just like I said before. It could just yeah. I'll leave it at this. It could just be. It could just be. Um, uh, Lucifer kind of deflecting. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's just it's just one of those situations where. Who do you go to to confirm anything? The word. You go to the word. So here's the thing. This is the, this is where faith, this is how you filter through faith and foolishness. Take it to the word. You know, and that's where like I'm not one to even begin to question the word. And that's why I don't even get into the, the like the the you know, the, the you know, it's patented by King James in 1661. And you know, I, it don't matter. Those words to me, this is to me, those words are alive and breathing. If you dive in deep enough, God will show you some things to confirm it in your spirit. It ain't going to be no man. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot of scholars that debunks, try to debunk stuff. But the Bible was here before that scholar arrived. It's going to be here after that scholar arrives because the word will, it, 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 it's, it's, I mean, I can't think of the words off the top of my head here, but the God promises his word will, will, will remain well beyond my lifetime. So who am I to come in here claiming that I know you know, and I can prove to God. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be that foolish on my end. So I don't pay people like that attention. I listen. But then again, just for the sheer strengthening of my faith, I dive in deeper. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. So right. and I, I just, don't let the people shake I you out your faith, this. man. I'm telling you, no, <laughs> you no, hear no, a lot of good arguments. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Like I said, I just wanted to throw it by your way because yeah. you do the prayers. Oh, and, yeah. You, know, hey. you pass on good. <laughs> You pass on good vibes. I'm just getting your take on it. I'm not saying I believe it. I just wanted to get your take on it because, like I said, it's like, but I'll leave it. This would be the last thing because it just popped up in my head. But this is just, you know, just, you know, 
when you have a brain, like we have a brain, mm -hmm. it you know, your brain does this to you. It yeah, yeah. makes you want to ask questions. Curiosity. So, mm -hmm. so it was this. It was one of the things I was talking to my brother about. And I was like, you know, like, they, <laughs> listen, mm -hmm. no disrespect. No, no, and, no and definitely, I fear, And definitely I fear the Lord, but let me just get this out. Mm -hmm. It was, this is just where I thought naturally. I didn't mean to think this. But and I and I definitely fear the Lord, so there's no disrespect. Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember like hearing in the Bible when we kind of fell into sin a lot, mm -hmm. God said that He regret making us. So mm -hmm. I was saying to mm -hmm. myself, like just naturally, it popped up in my head. No disrespect. Mm -hmm. I said that doesn't sound like you're all knowing. How mm. can how yeah. can God have a regret? Yeah, I that, mean, that seems that 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 means you're not all knowing. I mean, so I, I can I can I can see your point there, and I want to say I, I remember having that that question that thought a while ago, but it it was easily it was easily overcame it, I easily overcame that thought and that questioning as I died further, and I think I matured a little bit, you know, in the word itself. So. It, it'd be long. It'd be a long winded answer for me going to rant, but I, I hear you. And so I would, you know, my, once again, the, the best solution is to dive deeper and then also ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. And I, I believe if you ask in sincerity from your heart, you'll get the answers. If you ask, you'll find, you know what I'm saying? So that's my thing is, but. Yeah, but check this out, yeah, Mike. I'm yeah. going to let you go, but check this out. Yeah. That's not working. That's not working for me because mm -hmm. this is where I realized. Mm -hmm. The deeper I dive in, mm -hmm. the more questions I have. Mm. And since and since nobody can really show me, like, you know, mm -hmm. since you know, all right. Anyway, look, thank <laughs> you. Got you got a good show. Appreciate you, man. So I just wanted to put some other calls in, and thanks for your time. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Definitely, I want to do this again, man. So definitely, feel free to call it anytime, man. I, I, this is encouraging, and it's and it can be edifying as well if it's handled the right way. So I appreciate you, man. Uh, you too. I appreciate your your audience and having us there. Be good, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. That's you know, like so. The, to me, to so like yeah, once again, like having that type of discussion there. That's real talk. Like that's that's the talk that lasts. That's that's you know, you know, if done the right way through, you know, the through through if done the right way through spiritual discernment being led properly, that right there, that can result in, you know, eternal fruit. You know what I'm saying? Not just here and now fruit, you know, dialogue back and forth, but, you know, that, that right there impacts a person's, you know, spiritual relationship with their source. And so, yeah, I got a lot of thoughts on that one. Man, that was, ah, I like that one. Uh, appreciate you, man, for calling and sharing that. And, that, and that's talk that that's that, that, that leads to discussing the good news, which is about the human souls, about our identity in Christ. And just a lot of those questions, like I, I'm a type of person where I believe that, you know, because of my newfound position in Christ, by me accepting him as my Lord and Savior, I'm a new creature and everything has become new for me. So I try to remind myself that that not only am I born again, but I also look at it from a political standpoint in reference to his kingdom and his government and me being under his governance. And I try to look at it from that standpoint as well rather than a religion, like a religion, thou can't do that, that, whatever. That's very, that's typical for this life because it's very divisive. Like, you know, we got a lot of religions, a lot of people doing things in the name of their gods. But once again, what's the outcome? What's the fruit? Are you impacting lives for the better? 
So to me, the fruit separates talk from, you know, fact talks from anything else. Like the kingdom of God, or kingdom of God is demonstrated in power. When things happen, when God moves on the earth, things happen flat out. And I'm still of the mindset that outside of, you know, it not really being discussed much, there's a heavy demonic force that's at play right now. And I think the internet is a tool that's being used by that to get out all the, get to, to get out and to do things in, in the same way in the biblical times when, you know, the Lord was actually walking around removing actual demonic forces out of people's bodies. That state, that's still activity still happening now. It's just, we don't hear about it. Like, you know, I, I personally have never cast out a, de a demon before, but I think because of my faith and what I've been given, I've been given the power and authority to do such that I'm capable of doing that. Like that's stuff we don't talk about there. Like that goes beyond the mere, you know, elementary style of your faith. You know what I'm saying? Like at what point as believers, will we through the word of God get to that point where we're mature in the body of Christ, where we're out here doing things like, you know, we're being, we've been called to go out into the world and, and make, do some real damage to the enemy. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been given power of authority over the works of the enemy, but yet, we as a church itself is just like null and void right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I can go on and on. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm not gonna be able to take any more calls. Actually, I have to. Uh, I have to make some moves. But uh, to another, I'm gonna try my best to log on again tonight and do something. So uh, as always, man, I appreciate everybody for hanging out with me. And uh, as always, it's good to be able to connect with like-minded individuals. And when it comes to the spiritual essence of things, we're definitely going to be getting more into that just because, you know, how can we not talk about that? Because though, though that area is a major part of our lives because everybody believes in something, whether you are your own God or whoever you are to yourself. You know, some people can be more specific as to who they serve and who they pledge their allegiance to than others. And so the goal is to, you know, get on the same accord because it's our responsibilities as believers to be out in the world, making a difference that we want to see in this world and not waiting on you know, the, 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 what you call it, you know, whether it be the, the, the rapture or stuff like that, like, you know, why wait for that? Like, you know, like live in accordance to what God has told us to do and be active in his government right now, like out here making difference in people's lives. And I think, you know, our country would be a lot better off if we had more people willing to take a stand on something. But uh, yeah, forget the church, read our Bible. So we are the church, the body of Christ itself makes up the church church ecclesia is just the called out ones that's another political term itself anyway i go on and on but i'm not uh be, be, be blessed be back at again tomorrow lord willing and also uh what else yeah stay prayed up stay stay prayed up get your stacks up get your weight up do everything you can in a practical sense but also put it on the lord because that's our source man anyway be blessed be safe see you guys later peace